Alright everybody, welcome back to um, another episode. Um, today we're going to talk about true Christianity. Um, the last episode we talked about Satan, that was the uh, part one of the Satan episode. The I didn't exactly say it was part one in the beginning of the episode, I just didn't think it was gonna take so much of an episode to explain it but yeah i could literally go on all day about it so i'll probably make a part two so you guys can understand more um that being said um today we're going to talk about true christianity um you know jesus all this other stuff because Christians today aren't real Christians, and I know I'll probably get a lot of hate mail for this, but it's true. Christians today um, look at Christmas, and they may talk about these fables of Santa Claus um, the Easter Bunny, all these different things when they're supposed to be honoring the resurrection of Jesus. They're supposed to be honoring the birth of Jesus, all this other stuff. And all these days are not in are not coherent with the actual scriptures. Um or even the days are not even coherent with the time period that Jesus was born or resurrected and stuff like that. Um, that being said, I'm not saying don't celebrate those days. I'm saying if you choose to celebrate them, celebrate them for the correct reason. Don't celebrate them under the same circumstance as the Tooth Fairy or Santa Claus and so on. Um, Jesus as a person, he followed all the Hebrew traditions and, you know, he went to the Passover all the time. He uh, did the Jewish holidays, um, the Shabbat, um, uh, you know, the Passover, a few others. Um, I'm, I'm not Jewish, so I don't know them all off the top of my head, but... Um, Lately, I've been trying to read up on the different holidays and everything, and I can tell you that there is, you know, they have a lot of different holidays in the Jewish calendar. They go by different kind of moon cycles and everything. Um, you know, they have... Uh, These ones called like Rosh Hashanah, um, Shavat, and uh, any of the Rosh Hashanah are basically like new kind of cycles of like I think a month or a moon. I could be wrong. Um, don't quote me. I'm still trying to learn this stuff. Um, but uh, you know, as you go in, they have you know like the Passover. Um, I gotta fix some of these calendar things because they're all upside down. The uh, Sukkot, uh, 
the Shemi at Zaret. Um, you know, they, they have a few of them. Um, you know, uh, Hanukkah probably being one of the most famous ones. Uh, I don't know personally if Jesus ever celebrated Hanukkah, but um, I know the Passover and the Shabbat was two of them that he would have celebrated. Um, so, to a, a Christian is basically meant to walk the same path as Jesus. Basically to be as much like him because he was the perfect person. Um, there's many people that are like, we'll say the Muslims, um, that will believe he's a prophet. The Jehovah Witnesses that believe he was just a prophet. Um, so, and then you have the Christians and the Catholics and the Protestants that believe he had a divine purpose, you know, or he was a divine being, um, eventually being a entity of God or God himself in human form. Um, now, in Christianity, we look at him as a trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. The Father being God, the creator of all things. The Son coming down to show us how we need to live because throughout the centuries upon centuries of um, time that you know, the Jewish uh, people um, continued to sin, God needed to show them how to live. You know, he basically had it, and he needed to stop, you know, specific ways of, um, you know, specific ways of the way they were doing things. I am sorry, it's um, getting late, and um, I am kind of tired, but I haven't put out new um, content out, and I forgot to upload the uh, previous episode, so I wanted to, I wanted to um, give you guys some content to listen to, um, So, now there's a few things I wanted to touch on for you guys to be better Christians, and that includes myself. So, to walk in the path of Jesus, there's a bunch of things we need to do, and we need to stop doing. First thing is we need to stop sinning, because Jesus has always been tempted. He was tempted three times by Satan himself, promising him, a bunch of things after the day that he was um, fasting for 40 days and 40 nights. Can you imagine fasting for 40 days and 40 nights? Like, um, I can't, I have trouble fasting for a day, you know, like, 
a day. You know, I, I like to eat, you know, and, you know, I, I know Jesus liked to eat, too. You know, he likes his bread. So, um, so 40 days and 40 nights, you know, he fasted. And Satan tempted him, saying, hey, you're hungry. Turn these rocks into bread. Well, Jesus has said, well, the scripture says I cannot eat by bread alone, but also by the word of um, everything that God says. Um, then, uh, G, uh, then Satan tempts Jesus, saying, well, why don't you jump off uh, this, uh, uh, I believe it was a temple or a cliff, if I remember correctly. But he told him to jump off, and he said, the angels will catch you unless you trip on a rock. And he's like, well, I shouldn't tempt the Lord my God. And, um, or I shouldn't test the Lord my God. And, you know, then he promised the world to Jesus. And Jesus was not tempted by any of these things because he was the most humble person that was ever to come out in this world. He didn't mind being homeless. He didn't mind having nothing. You know, he survived. You know, he would eat when he had to. He would... He would do what he needed to do. And he started picking out his disciples as he kept doing that, he walked his path and he started preaching, you know, and he would always follow the Jewish holidays, you know, and I think that it is important that we also follow under him by celebrating some of these Jewish holidays. Now, I'm not saying that these Jewish holidays are like... something that is like a major 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 thing but if we're supposed to walk in the shoes of jesus and we're supposed to try to be like him doesn't it make sense that we would celebrate his holidays now christmas and stuff yeah you know what we should celebrate his birth but we should celebrate his birth we shouldn't be celebrating you know Santa Claus giving us presents. We shouldn't celebrate that stuff. Um, if I ever have kids, you know, in the future, um, you know, I'm not going to be saying, you know, hey, Santa Claus left this for you. I'm going to be saying, well, look, it's Jesus' birthday. Here are your pre and these are presents. Well, why am I getting presents on Jesus' birthday? Well, Jesus is a very giving person. And if there was anything that Jesus could do, he would want to make us happy. Because that's the kind of person he was. Um, you know, just like when he went to a wedding. You know, um, they ran out of wine. 
He told him to fill all the jugs with water. Then he turned all the water into the best wine that they could ever imagine. He wanted us to all love one another. Now this rioting, these racist, um, these wars, whether they're for religious or political purposes, whether they're for materialistic or resources, all the stuff that's happening in the world today is not what we were supposed to be doing. Way back in the beginning of Genesis, Abraham had a tribe of people, and these tribes of people were supposed to help each other out and grow. You know, we were all supposed to follow under the laws of God. So, if it came down to a point where, you know, these governments and stuff started growing, it's because this is how the world kept growing. And as the world grew to this extent, God needed to, you know, I'm not saying God didn't know that this was going to happen, but he had to adapt his plan to alter these kind of structures that were being built, you know, which is why it went from, you know, these tribes, then he ended up bringing up the judges, then he bring brought up the kings and all these other things that started, you know, popping around. And next thing you know, we have these Roman governments, you know, the Caesars and all this other stuff. And that went straight to hell because, you know, it, it led to Jesus's death, you know? So we need to stop being tempted by worldly and materialistic possessions. We need to stop looking at everything as it's like an iPhone or a Samsung or any of these, you know, things that we look at and we want, you know, I mean, granted, you know, I'm just as bad, you know, I have a pretty nice computer. I have a, you know, nice phone. My phone is um, kind of old. It's a Note 8, but, you know, I like it, and I like the auxiliary port in it. <laughs> um, you know, some other people like iPhones and stuff. It, it's just to the point where why do we have these kind of things in our life? Because we don't need them. At one point, we never had cell phones, you know. I remember when I was a kid, we had pay phones on the edge of the street. Every street corner, we had a pay phone. And I would always check every pay phone slot to see if somebody forgot their change. So I could put the quarters in the quarter machines and get those little ninja toys, you know. Um... We live in a world that's materialistic. We live in a world that it's all about what we can get. You know, the new technology, the new Playstations, the new Xboxes, 
new computers, the new cars, the new stoves, fridges, um, whatever we can get our hands on that's new, and we're completely overlooking things that don't seem interesting anymore, like the Bible. People do not find anything like that interesting anymore. And why is it? Because it is the most interesting thing in the world. Not only does it have his historical accuracy to it, where they explain the wars and everything, but it also talks about divine beings. It talks about things in the past that have happened that we can't explain. It, it talks about, you know, in the Christian Bible, you know, it talks about, you know, Jesus and his miracles in the Old Testament, the Tanaka. It talks about Moses. It talks about Adam and Eve. It talks about the Nephilim. It talks about all these things that people just don't really acknowledge anymore. You know, it, it's all coming down to science. And it's all coming down to I need absolute fact. And it's getting to the point where... You know, God is going to get to the point where he's going to get to, where he's starting to get upset, you know, and I don't know where it's going to lead to. I'm not a prophet. I can't give you the exact definition of revelations. I can tell you right now that, yeah, you know, God might give us some signs, but there's not one preacher or pastor or anybody in the world, whether you look at Billy Graham, or his son, or you look at um, Charles Stanley, John Hagee, any of these people, all they do is give interpretations of what they believe will happen. I'm not saying they're right, and I'm not saying they're wrong, because I can't give you an exact interpretation, but it is... In fact, you know, nobody's going to know. It even says that only the Father will know, not the Son, you know? So Jesus doesn't even know when the end of the world's going to be. Only God does. So essentially what I'm trying to get at is... We need to stop being sinful people. We need to start walking in the path of Jesus. We need to start pleasing him in the way. We need to stop taking up pagan traditions and start worshiping God for him. Um, You know, today I was talking to a person, and she was, I mean, she was interesting, you know. She just talked a lot, and she talked about her kids. She talked about everything. Uh, She seems to be having it rough right now. But, you know, we talked and everything, and she, um... You know, she cheated on her husband because her husband was put in jail. Um, You know, she got married to this guy because she didn't think she'd ever see her 
you know, husband again, and then eventually her husband got out of jail, so they ended up meeting up, um, so now they're dating again, um, but she's married to somebody different now because she got a divorce with the other guy, and, you know, it's a mess because she lost one of her kids, and, you know, we talked, and, you know, she kept probing for questions about me, which, you know, got to the point where, you know, I felt like it was becoming more of a topic about me when I was trying to talk about her and try to understand where, where she needed help, you know, because originally the topic of the uh, discussion was supposed to be um, praying for the coronavirus, but then she goes into this whole spew about a bunch of other things. And I told her, you know, everybody makes mistakes, but we got to learn from those mistakes. We can't just keep be making the same mistakes. And I make the same ones all the time. I'm not perfect either. But we need to try to stop that. You know... The way the world is now is that temptation has taken over the world. Anything from materialistic desires to sexual fantasies to anything you can imagine, you will see new computers, you'll see cell phones, you'll see toys, you'll see... Um, movies, you'll see music, you'll see um, fame, you'll see different kind of jobs, you'll see a ton and ton of things that are in this world that people will want, you know, and it's changed how the world views things. People will hold status over people by what they own. And that tempts us to get things. You know? So, it's not so much that you need these things in your life. You need to learn how to fight these temptations and desires. You need to not become a worldly person. And you need to only get the necessities. Yeah, I'm not saying don't splurge every now and then for yourself and know have fun buy something but don't make it your focal point you know you can go to church you can pray pray every night before you go to bed thank god thank jesus thank everything that has ever came across in your life because that is truly what matters in this world with that you know I want everybody to just try to be a true Christian instead of the Christians today that make a sin and think they're just going to be forgiven and then repeat it constantly. We need to try to be better, do better, and hold an example. By that, I'm tired of, you know, seeing Christians 
ridicule and uh, criticize people. Jesus wouldn't have done that. You know, um, I'm not a political person. I do not follow politics at all. Me, when people talk about me politically, they say I'm an anarchist because I don't follow politics. But I believe that the only laws I will follow are the ones that are under God. You know? So, whatever's written in the Bible are the things I want to follow. And that's what I try to do. That being said, um, I hope that this has helped anybody um, kind of understand a little bit more about being a better Christian or being a, tr a truer Christian to yourself. Um, if you do have any questions or concerns, do not um, hesitate. You can email at ministermartyr.com, ministermartyr at gmail.com. Um, and literally for anything, if you have any questions, concerns, podcast requests, whatever, um, I'm always checking it. Um, if you have a prayer you want me to do, anything like that, um, I'd be more than welcome, uh, to do that for you. And, um... If you are ready to accept Jesus um, as your Lord and Savior, please go to, you know, the episodes and uh, look for the uh, episode, The Sinner's Prayer. Um, that'll lead you to a prayer, which I'll recite to you. Um, you just recite it back um, and, you know, just accept Jesus in your heart and um, you'll be entered into the book of life. Um from there uh, i hope you guys are staying safe out there and i hope you guys have a great rest of your day